Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you are at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you so much today for listening to Hope Along the Journey. Hi, I'm Mark Cravens, the podcast host, and it's a delight to have you on board with us as we today look at the story of a man by the name of Danny Burt, and as Danny shares his testimony of God's grace. But before he does that, I'd like to just thank all of our listeners who have been sending me text messages or emails through social media or through email to let me know that you're listening to the podcast. Your feedback means so much to me, and I appreciate it. Uh, If you haven't taken the time yet, I'd love to hear from you. So take a moment to reach out to me through Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, or if you would, just drop me an email at hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. That's hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. As I mentioned, I've got here in the studio with me today none other than Danny Burt, Danny and his lovely wife, Kim. They attend the church here and have for a number of years at Kenwood Bible Methodist Church, very active members of the church, and in fact, they're my greeters. And if you come to church on Sunday morning, you're going to meet Danny and Kim. They're going to give you a warm welcome there at the door. Danny, welcome to today's Hope Along the Journey podcast. Thank you. Danny, appreciate you taking the time. You're right, came by right after work, and I appreciate that so very, very much. In fact, tell the listeners what kind of work you do and where you work at. Uh, Let's see. I work for a company called Interfab. Uh, We build big um, vessels for oil industry, gas industry, uh, food industry, pharmaceutical, um, things that Make the world go around, I guess. <laughs> How many years you been working there, Danny? Uh, since two thousand one, thirty years. Oh, thirty years. But how did they must have broke the child labor laws and hired <laughs> you when you're only twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, it's good to have you, Danny. To kind of set the stage for what I wanted you to share today, uh, I think it's important for listeners maybe to understand a little bit about your background, uh, where you came from, and what kind of a religious background you grew up under. Uh, let's see. I didn't have no religious background. Didn't go to church. Um, didn't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, Mom and dad didn't go to church. Kind of just grew up in a lost world, I guess. Wow. I mean, just did what we wanted to do and thought we'd get into heaven by the grace of God. Yeah. From what I've picked up from talking to you, is a religious home and that they believed in God, but not really. You didn't attend church. You really no. didn't. You didn't grow up with a family altar, or no. didn't grow up with a lot of those benefits in your life. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, time moved on, and as you have shared with me and others different times, around 2013, things really began to change in your life. Tell me a little bit about who Danny was and where Danny was at that point in his life, and then what what took place? Uh, let's see. We were – I love football. Always went to the games. 
Always drank a lot of beer. Uh, drank beer just about every day. Uh, went to work. Come home, drink more beer. Would you say in some ways you were an alcoholic, but a functioning alcoholic? Um, I would say yes. Yeah. 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 So that was your whole your whole life kind of centered around it. Yeah. Alcohol and around a party. Around a party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what was but down deep, were you happy, Danny, during that time, or was there something missing in your life? Um, there had to be something missing. Cause, yeah. Cause it wouldn't last long. The wouldn't part, last the part, long. Yeah, the party would be there, but then it'd just go away. Yeah. Uh, but around twenty thirteen, some a strange desire began to, to to come in your life. What what was that desire and and what took place during that time? Uh, let's see. I went to work normal. Just one day out of the blue, it just I had a urge to read the Bible. Not sure why. I mean, so I downloaded the app, mm-hmm. read the Bible. And I told my wife, I said, "Hey, you know, I'd like to buy a Bible." But the only Bible I knew was King James. What she? What Kim think when you said you wanted to buy a Bible? Uh, what was her reaction? Oh, she wouldn't buy me one, so. <laughs> but she already maybe she had a thought Bible. you needed it, right? Yeah, she already had a Bible, so. <laughs> so you started reading that Bible. Yeah. What I, began to take place as you read it? Um, God was opening up my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the more I read it, the more I would see. I would get to the part, you know, come as you are. And I literally took that as come as I am right now, sitting in this chair. Same clothes, same everything. It didn't matter. Just come as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jesus said, he was talking to the fishermen, saying, follow me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did, I guess. I followed him. Mm-hmm. Something began to happen on the inside of your heart. You began to oh, realize yeah. you, you needed, you were lost and you needed a Savior, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. But before that, if you had asked me if I was lost, I'd have said, nah. Mm-hmm. But, but Jesus showed me different. Isn't it amazing, Danny, how just taking the Bible up and reading it with no real religious background or training, how God was so faithful to yes. begin to open your eyes to show you well, yes. your lostness. Yeah. But then uh, the more I read, the more I would see. And, and my wife knew Becky and Tim Keep. Then as I, you know, few months in, I guess, after I got bought the Bible, mm-hmm. I asked her if you thought they would baptize her, because I got to the part where Jesus said you have to be baptized. Mm-hmm. So something inside me just said, you need to be baptized. So Tim mm-hmm. said yes. So he he didn't know me, yeah, but he met me, and we did some Bible study, and mm-hmm. then we were baptized in his pool. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Travis Johnson came over and mm-hmm. Tim baptized us. Yeah. Now, for those of, who don't know Tim and Becky, Tim and Becky Keep uh, are attend the church here at Kenwood, and they have been involved in missions, and he is director of a ministry called Shepherd's Global Classroom. But they just live, what, a few doors down from you? Uh, from Kim's mom when she Kim's was alive. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you got to know them. Yes. My yeah. wife knew them before I did. What was it, do you think, about them that drew you, of all people, 
Why would you be drawn to Tim and Becky for help? I don't know. Um, I heard he was a preacher. You heard he was. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, yeah, you just knew you needed to talk to a yeah, preacher, right? Yeah, I yeah. needed somebody to baptize me. Yeah, that's amazing. So, so back to your story. So, you had some Bible studies. He probably explained the plan of salvation yes. to you. Yes. And afterwards, then realized that you were really sincere about wanting to follow yeah. Jesus. Yep. Yeah. And so Pastor Travis, who was here then, yes. before I was here, he came over and was part of this. And so right there in their swimming pool, mm -hmm. you were baptized. Mm -hmm. What was that baptismal experience like for you, Danny? Uh, very nervous, but it was wonderful. Yeah. I knew I was clean. Mm -hmm. I did something Jesus told me to do. Yeah. It was that step of obedience, wasn't it? Yes. Knowing that he yeah. wanted you to repent and believe the gospel, to be baptized. Mm -hmm. And you did that, and he rewarded your step of faith. That's mm -hmm. incredible. And so from that time, what what started? You, you started attending right here at Kenwood, didn't you? Yes. Uh, let's see. Well, Tim asked me not soon after we were baptized if I ever thought about going to church. So I said, well, Tim, if I went to church, they would have to read out of the same Bible I read out of. And Tim goes, well, that sounds like my church. Mm -hmm. But he read out of an ESV Bible. And, <laughs> you know, that's what I use today. But, you know. <laughs> but yeah. It's all the same. It all worked out, though, didn't yes. it? Yeah, didn't it? So when you came here, did you find a warm welcome when you came to Kenwood? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Kenwood's a wonderful church, a lot of wonderful people. And you and Kim are, are part of that wonderful congregation, and, and I appreciate you and Kim so very, very much. But looking back on life then, I, I told you I was going to ask you this. So, so what, is a, what kind of difference has Jesus made in your life back then versus who you are and who you became? One of the things I know you struggled with was your alcohol. Tell me a little mm -hmm. bit about the change that came in your life. I'm just general, I guess, everyday living of a, a non-Christian, mm -hmm. anger, um, hated traffic. Now I can sit in my car and just, <laughs> it don't bother me. So so you had a lot of hatred, a lot oh, of yeah. Yeah. Vent, a lot of anger and yep. stuff inside of you. Yeah. And then God delivered you shortly after you were saved. You, you were yes. able to break free of the alcoholism yep. in your life? It, it stopped pretty quick wow so what did people think about you did did any of your family think you had kind of freaked out or or gone over the edge what 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 did people at work or in your family think about you when you became a christian well my boss i thought he was going to fall out on the floor <laughs> why was that because we would work seven days a week and i told him well i ain't working sundays no more i'm going to church and <laughs> And he ain't asked me to work since. Yeah. <laughs> so. But he was shocked, I bet, yes. wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the guys at work and everyone began to see that things are really yeah. changing in your life, weren't yeah. they? So you share your faith with yes. people at work, don't yes. you? Yeah. Uh, well, that's beautiful. That's great. So good. Now let's fast forward it here these across the years. And we talked about this the other day a little bit. What are some new what what are some new things that are happening in your life or 
What do you feel like maybe God is 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 helping to deepen in your life, Danny? Hmm. I know I can't go a day without reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like I'm lost without it. Um, he's opened up my eyes. I wish my family would come come, come to salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wonderful. Yeah. When you, it is wonderful. And when you, you know, it's amazing when you really truly find the Lord and find what it means to be truly saved and born again. You really do want everybody to experience it, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, God was good to you, and he was so gracious to you. And I just I just amazed at, at how God works so differently in everybody's life to try to bring them to himself. Mm-hmm. So... What do you think the future holds for you, Danny? Have you thought much about it? What are you What are you looking to do, or what would you like to do as in the future? Uh, I'm not real sure about the future. I know there's going to be. I want to do something in ministry. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what yet. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Well, God's got something for you. Oh yeah, yeah sure I'm he has. Sure. He's got his hand on your life. You You have an incredible love for the Word. And and I see you and I watch you here at the church. You got a servant's heart and a heart for God. Uh, you guys sit right on the second row. I love second row people. <laughs> you know how? You know who did? Did somebody not tell you that you could sit on the back rows? I mean, when you came to church, it's like you were used to going to ball games. I mean, if you get mm-hmm. a front row seat, why not sit up front, right? That's right. <laughs> is that pretty well where you've been since back then when you started church is pretty well where you pretty are pretty much yes yeah that's where tim and all of them kind of sit there with us and they kind of backslid a little bit <laughs> we'll forgive them <laughs> yeah we'll forgive them yeah well that's that's great well before we wrap this up here in just a, in a moment or two here danny i'd like for you to just um if somebody were sitting with you today and they were maybe they were sitting with you at a, at a booth in a restaurant or at a coffee shop, and they say, you know, Danny, I've seen what God's done in your life, but my life is such a mess. Danny, what would you what would you recommend that I do? How how do I get out of this mess that I'm in? What what do I need to do? I want to find the joy, the peace that you have, Danny. What what would you say to them? Uh, let's go find Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Start reading the Bible mm-hmm. and get into a Bible study or something to help you understand. Mm-hmm. Go to church. Yeah. Get yourself connected to yep. a, a pastor, a church, yep. and get, get into a Bible study, get into the Word. Yeah. I, I think so many people don't fully embrace and understand how life-changing just the study of God's Word mm-hmm. is. So... And I know for you and Kim, you not only attend church, but you're in a, a weekly small group mm-hmm. that meets at Tim and Becky's house. And you've even, I think he's even asked you to lead a couple of those yep. from time yep. to time. I've led a few of them for him. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, Danny, I know God's got his hand on your life and on Kim's life. And, and I believe that what God has done for you, he wants to do for so many others. Oh, as yes. Well. Yes. Yeah. Well, Danny, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. Thank you for being on the podcast. God bless you. And listeners today, I just want to encourage you today. If you or someone you know 
doesn't really know Jesus Christ, why don't you share Danny's testimony today on the podcast with them? and Let them know that there's hope for them. And if they'll turn to Jesus, and if they'll open their heart to His voice through His Word, He'll speak to them and lead them and guide them. I share with you in these closing words what I say so often, and that is to remember that Jesus Christ is truly the hope of the world. And if you look to Jesus, you'll find hope along the journey. God bless you, my friend. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to know more about Hope Along the Journey, or if you would like to make a donation to show your support and appreciation for this ministry, then visit our website at hopealongthejourney.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.